Welcome to Are We Doing This? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh, there was some staccato there. A weekly <laughs> podcast with Isaac, Connor, Xavier, and that guy Jay, if he ever shows up. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a clean take. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? A podcast with four internet friends. Jay, Xavier, Isaac, Connor. <laughs> Connor, that's not your job. You don't get to steal my bit. I'm not stealing your bit. I'm just doing it better. Right. I introduced the show. It's called rework. It's part of a factory process. You know, some things come out of the machine not quite right. And, you know, either you throw them in the trash or you give them to me and I kind of bend <laughs> them back into shape. <laughs> Which one am I? I mean, it sounds like he's saying that you need to be bent back into shape. <laughs> or throw it away. No, I'm saying that you're the machine that produces a consistent 5% error rate over time, <laughs> which is why we have to employ like a work corrector. So if we just shaped you up initially, we wouldn't have to do all this rework. This is the basics of factory management. I'd be happy to go far into this in the podcast as long as we kind of keep it uh, hilarious because like... It's a dry topic. Hey, right, boys, what's up this week? Oh, I went camping over the weekend, and Isaac didn't? Yeah, I was going to, and our van ended up being in the shop, and so I wasn't comfortable leaving the house without leaving my uh, family a second vehicle, so I did not go, but I am going tomorrow. Stand by your van. Stand by <laughs> your van. When you are cold and lonely, it's in the shop, if only. <laughs> it was in the forest instead. Stand by your van. And there goes our copyright. Hey, Connor. Connor. Hey, Connor. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking coffee right We're now. We're going to get a DMCO takedown for sure from that one. I really don't think we are, Xavier. A Sonny Bono copyright act? There's no algorithm. There's no algorithm that's going to match. That's going to match. Yeah, we're going to put me into a genie song genie or whatever, and it's going to be like... Mm, does not compute, my brothers. <laughs> is he saying stand by your van? Is that what? Is that even a key? Are you in the dactylic mode? What are you doing, bro? Get it together. <laughs> we got some good snort audio right there. <laughs> yeah, I, as soon as I heard that, I thought that's a good mouth noise. That's staying in the podcast. I gotta isolate that audio. I'm I'm drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee, Isaac. What kind of coffee? Is it is it caffeinated? Is it Mr. Coffee? It's Mr. Mr. Coffee. You got it from Mr. Coffee. Oh, your gentleman hey, caller, you know Mr. Coffee. Absolutely. I have, I have a Mr. Coffee too. Coffee, but it's a, it's a Mr. Coffee tea maker. So for you guys, is coffee a Boston affectation or a New York affectation or a different major city or rural place? Minneapolis. It's probably Boston-ish, but it's Boston-ish via my dad who said it that way as a Coffee. joke from when he visited Boston. I kind of get that from, like, 
the northern Wisconsin Minnesota region. Wisconsin. Whenever I've whenever I've gone to any major Wisconsin or Minnesotan city, such as Madison, Milwaukee, or Minneapolis, Minneapolis. I hear it a lot. The vowel shifts. Oh, you know the Packers. I love the vowel shifts in America. I love the vowel shifts, and I love changing D's to T's and vice versa, <laughs> softening and hardening a certain sets of consonants. Uh, I think those have specific linguistics names, but I don't remember Do them. Do we know anyone who would know the names for those specific linguistic things? Oh my god, we gotta get Jay's uh, partner on the show. She's a linguistics professor. If Jay can show up to the show himself on time, that would be fantastic. <laughs> well, I, maybe if we invite her, then like it'll be a prompt. Statistically, we've never met her though, so actually, like I don't. Let's not speculate about Jay's wife and whether or not she's a prompt person based on Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, I'd hope so. <laughs> My... I like how not speculating is just like making me speculate, but all quiet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I know that uh, in in our family, if five minutes early was not late to me, we would never be anywhere on time because, like, my wife, her dad, is a wonderful man, but if you tell him that you're leaving at three o'clock, three o'clock is likely the time that he'll start packing his bags and then by like four o'clock it'll be time to take a shower and then like uh, maybe a few hours after that uh he'll actually uh be ready to go so there have been multiple times where they've wanted to leave someplace in in the morning on a trip and not left till like three o'clock in the afternoon hello Hello! Hey! Hey, we were just talking about you by way of can my father-in-law. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we can hear you. Is this the show? Did you start the show? Yes, yeah, this is the show. show. Oh. The show starts at 3.30. Made it. Yes. Come on, Jay. Be on time for once. God's Sorry. time. God's time. Jay, it's your time zone. You made the rules and you can't be on time. What are we talking about? Dragons. Dragons. Ooh. Dragons, dragons. So I really liked Barney as the best dragon, personally. Wait, Barney was definitely a dinosaur. Oh, but he looks... Wait, no, I'm thinking of Dragon Tales. I'm sorry. Mm. (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. What did I I come into here? This isn't your podcast anymore, Jay. Jay, we were talking about... We were talking about... I was drinking uh, coffee that Mr. Coffee brought me. And, His uh, gentleman caller, Mr. Coffee. I think Xavier started to talk about what he was drinking, but then we started talking about Boston accents. So, are we doing a round robin on beverages? Xavier has no beverages right now. Xavier has no beverages. Xavier is dry and unhydrated. Xavier is making a mistake. Xavier fucked Xavier up. Xavier is speaking in the third person. Never podcast dry. <laughs> Jay, what are you drinking? Well, after last week's dumpster fire, um, I thought that I would uh, thought that I'd brew myself a little cup of coffee. What do you mean, last week's dumpster fire? Uh, the part where you all attacked me because I was drinking Gold Peak tea. <laughs> you know, I was. You mean that gas station tea? Yeah, I update to that. Did we forget about that? 
I was in a sheets yeah, earlier earlier today because I, I tried to buy a couch at IKEA, which turns out IKEA doesn't have any couches in America anymore. What? what? Yeah, they couldn't. It took them about ten minutes to figure out both the sort of couch showwoman on the floor and also like up in the the second floor part, the showroomy part, and also the warehouse dude in the warehousey half. Both of them looked it up on their computers and tried to order it through their big distro center and like. Did you just fucking say warehousey half? Yeah. <laughs> well, because we our. Have, we have no couches, Connor. We have no couches. Right. There's just no couches at their distro center, at this warehouse. There's no couches in America. I wanted to buy a $300 couch. I've been wanting to buy a $300 couch for six months. And like, uh, well, not six months, I guess since March. Uh, they they make three hundred dollar couches, right? That's why That's I went to IKEA. <laughs> I mean, you say since March and six months, but it doesn't it feel more like like six years since March? I mean, my ottoman feels like that. Like it expects feet, but it gets all of me. <laughs> Can I talk about coffee? Yeah, oh, I talk about dollar bills. Mm, no, Jay, you said you brewed some coffee. I brewed some coffee. How'd you brew your coffee, Jay? We're ready to judge. Well, you might you might be wondering how I brewed my coffee. Uh, you might be thinking to yourself, did he opt to get out the the dingus so that you can put ground coffee into a uh, into a, a Keurig and make uh, a cup that way or you might be wondering if i was fussy and i got some water in the kettle and uh made it via aeropress but before i talk about how i brewed it um i'd like to talk a little bit about the coffee itself uh in our super secret one of our many many super secret text channels there is a, a just a lovely uh, gentleman um from michigan i don't want to say any more than that for obsec reasons uh that brews his own coffee Roast. And he, okay, I mean, I brew my own coffee. Um, yeah, but you're a fucking fascist, and you don't make any decaf. Hey, so oh, 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 hold that. on, hold on, so, Jay. I gotta stop you right there. You keep calling me a fascist, and I really, I need to set the record straight. I am, I, I'm according to the rules set forward by our our big wet diaper president. I'm probably a leftist, which you know, <laughs> to, to the best of my understanding of his understanding means basically that I have the capacity for both compassion and empathy. So like, God forbid, right? So this, uh, this gentleman was kind enough to roast me some decaf. um, (laughs) He sent it, he sent it to me and it smelled oh so delicious. And I thought, what would be the best way to prepare this? Um, Because I knew you guys were going to jump all over it. Uh, so if I could direct your attention to our super secret text channel, you will uh, you will see. Which, which, there it is. I used the gentleman caller. You monster. I used the Mr. Mr. Coffee. My Eskimo brother. Gentleman caller. Yeah. Oh, Jay. I wanted can... a big, I wanted a big sweaty pot of coffee. I didn't want one cup. I wanted just a lot of, I just wanted a lot of coffee. So I broke out the gentleman caller. 
I'm disgusted in you, Jay. It's fine. I also used a Mr. Coffee today. But I'm but I'm drinking delicious coffee, so be disgusted all you want. We've taken home the same man. We've both been blessed by Mr. Coffee and Oh, it's wonderful. He, he usually resides in a closet in our basement. Um and uh, I, I dusted him off and I brought him upstairs. I, I use he, he patiently waits until the time that coffee is required. Yeah, I've never really had he that kind of. He patiently waits in, until Thanksgiving or like if we in the before times when we would have uh, friends or gatherings, you know, and you want to make a big co- pot of coffee for everybody. But uh, no, I, I brought him up. Brought him up. I used I used Mr. Coffee's English cousin, the uh, <laughs> Mr. Coffee iced tea maker. <laughs> oh, so we're talking about tea now and how you're a monster over tea too. <laughs> I'm very much a monster over tea. Uh, I would like to redirect the topic to dollar bills. No, 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 no. We're going back. We're rolling back to the part where Jay was talking about the sort of lifestyle thing that he has set up where he keeps Mr. Coffee in the basement for months and Mr. Coffee's kind of into it. That is an interesting place <laughs> to take the Mr. Caller, the gentleman caller. I, I want to go there. The gentleman <laughs> joke. Coffee. Because I, my gentleman caller's like, you know, pretty out in the open here, but you lock yours up. <laughs> it's like poor Harry Potter. Um, oh, lifeguard. I hope like, Harry Potter will see yeah. that kind of relationship with the, the, um, the Dursleys. The Dursleys. Oh my God. They only let him out once every several months to parade him in front of company. None of this is good. <laughs> this is good. We've strayed. The short answer is the short answer is that wife uh, guards uh, counter space ferociously, and so since it's only used a handful of times, it uh, goes into storage. Generally, we have an entire cupboard dedicated to coffee equipment, and I only ever use the Aeropress, but uh, we've we've got that whole cupboard anyway. Because it all has to get put away. Because we don't have counter space, we like it has to get put away during the day. So somebody talking about cash, like currency, like dollar bill. Right, Xavier was yes. You use you use cash? Uh well, well, a friend very recently has given me cash. Why? Pray tell. I I I don't know. Um. That's a pretty personal question mm, there, Jay. That is a very personal question, Jay. You don't know my life. Okay. It could be for coffee. It could be for drugs. It could, it could be, be for, for driving services. Driving oh. services for, for chauffeur services. Oh. I'll give you a hint. It's the last one. Okay. Chauffeur services? Chauffeur. Mm-hmm. Do you wear a cap? Do you don a cap? No, I do not. Oh. I do not don't you, to. you should. You need a cap. Um, but Brothers, we need to get Xavier a cap. I wore a cap when I was a driver. I'm on it. Xavier is Xavier is cap poor. Xavier, you have <laughs> but you are cash, cash now. You are flush with physical cash. I so have continue. Eight dollars, which is apparently what my time is worth. That should be enough to buy a cap. This is the news from Xavier Town that you got eight bucks. Let me. May I, may I tell you this? Eight bucks is perfect. Stop, yeah. stop, stop. Listen. Listen. Play. Play. Eight bucks is perfect. Playing. Uh, click this Click this link. I found a problematic cat. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. 
Hey, Isaac and Connor, are you guys each willing to throw in a couple extra bucks so we can get him this hat? <laughs> it's a whole costume. It's a whole, you get, you get the, it's a whole costume. The Tiger Doe chauffeur costume, limo driver costume, black chauffeur hat, gloves, and bow tie, three-piece set. Tiger Doe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Please, no, I don't want to wear this. <laughs> But I, you look so dapper. Oh, I'm going to ship this to you. <laughs> Bow tie. And the gloves. Thank God Jay doesn't have my address yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. Jay, are you in receipt of your water? Uh, no, no, not yet. Uh, do you have an ETA on the aqua? I don't. I have a number of other things that I'm hoping to get wife to order for me on Amazon, and I'm trying not to um, pester her too much about Amazon. Related were, you able, were you able to get knife or no? no? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a right time and place for everything, and I just um, we're not quite there yet. Do you have currency? Do you some do you some cash? Yes, yes, I have currency. Um, so I, I have been given money in exchange for in, in exchange for chauffeur services. Did you accept it wearing gloves? No, she just kind of threw it at me. Oh, that's what you need the gloves for for um, Corona gloves. Well. Let me tell you about the signature on this. What do we think, guys? Uh, uh, Xavier's got like what, like three or four weeks left before we lose him to COVID. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, I've been hanging out with this friend for a while. If I was going to get COVID, it already happened. But guess what the signature is on this bill, Jay? I'll tell you the year. I'm, I'm, I mean, I carry cash on me as a principal. Jay, pull a dollar bill out of your wallet. I don't have any one dollar bills. Let me see. Pull a three hundred dollar bill out of your wallet. I have. Oh, any bill should work within reason. All right, let me let me see here. Fuck, I'm gonna have just to... make sure it's twenty seventeen or newer. Now I'm gonna have it. to wash my hands. God damn it. Um, I've got twenties, fifties, and hundreds. Uh, ooh, uh, look at this. I have a twenty seventeen. Do you see the same signature I'm looking at? What the fuck is that, Steve Mnuchin? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. That's what I'm looking at. We got we got to get a I got a Mnuchin. We got to get a picture of this. I got I got a Mnuchin box. It looks like a child scrawled on this bill. Oh my god, my signature looks better than this. This is awful. Well, I mean that's in keeping with the rest of the administration. Ugh. <laughs> I've never not, I've never um... wanted to get rid of cash so quickly as this bill. <laughs> Fuck, do any of my other bills what? have it? Why did you do this to me, friend? Oh, Why have you God. done this to me? No, the fifties are all okay. The fifties are all okay. I don't want a new chin buck. And my hundreds are all two thousand nine, so I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah, did you guys? Do you see the signature? Jesus that's Christ! Cursive. That, that's not really a signature. He just no. wrote his name. In crayon. Even T. Nuchin. It's block lettering, right? It's not. Cursive, it's it's just print lettering. Um, as He's mixing caps letters. and lowercase. Right, small like, caps and lowercase. To the other signature on that bill, which is an actual signature that I can't read what it says. Chris Bill, though, that I that I put up in the uh, in the chat. Same. I got like two decently crisp ones, and I've got a really kind of worn out 2013 five. I don't think that's attributable to Mnuchin, though. The stiffness of the bill. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he uses extra starch on all them, all the uh, bills that go out. Well, oh God! I think the administration is used to uh, stiffen people on bills. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one, I guess if they were using particular. extra starch on the bills, would that mean that they were laundering all the money? <laughs> it wouldn't be their first time. <laughs> um, so we got this Mnuchin bill, and it's not in cursive. Yeah, the last time I wrote the, the the last time I wrote in cursive was third grade, so I would have been what seven or eight. So that must have been like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, eight or eight or nine. Yeah, but you can still do a signature though, right, Connor? Yeah, that's the only piece of cursive I have left, and I have to kind of like re-remember all the rules of the letters and my names and how they how the ligatures join them all together. Pretty much every time I sign my name, so I don't have like a a a, a regular signature that I can pr- reproduce accurately because like I stopped caring about cursive twenty three years ago. Hmm. dying art <sighs> z and j are so good curse of z and the curse of j hmm. i am i am still impressed with his non-signature it's an impressive non-signature like not in like a good way as in like a, you didn't even try hmm. jay i've been in receipt of a couple items today what'd you get first of all i've got one of your favorite pens sitting on my desk here hmm What's that? A Pilot G2 in bold. Oh, color did you get? Black. Oh, that's disappointing. The the management color. Mm. We have an agreed upon management color pen for my job. Okay. What do you think? Initial thoughts? Have you written with it at all? I'm going to live on the air. Oh, okay. It's a it's a big sweaty line. Alright, we'll do it live. I'm pulling out my my moschine. Moleskine. I think Isaac is clicking a pen. Isaac is clicking a pen. No, that was me. I heard some some scratchy, too. Ooh. (gasps) Oh, this is good. Great Foley, Xavier. This is very good. ASMR here. Oh, that is some thick, sweaty lines. Oh, yeah. I've also been in receipt of another item today. What'd you get? Ooh, good Foley, too. Wow. I'm opening a pen case right now. I've been in Brazil. You're holding it right up to the mic. I am. Too close. Who's there? Did we all hear that? Yeah. Is that a knife? No. Are you unsheathing a knife? No, I'm unsheathing a fountain pen. Oh, okay. That's the mightier one. Of a pen that I ordered and it finally showed up. This would be the Lamy All Star you've been talking about. Yes, in the uh, in the graphite color, and it's got diamonds, Earl Grey ink loaded into it. I'm gonna do some more fully quick for you if you don't mind. I um, while you're doing that, I can tell the other two that uh, in his in his usual style, uh, he. Uh, preemptively posted this in one of the super secret text channels, so I've already seen it. But Jay, you have not been in receipt of your Lamy yet. No, 
No, I think it'll be a while. Who'd you order it from? Uh, who did I? You know what? I don't even know. And I can't go back and look through my emails because I have been on a bit of an ordering tear. And I have so many like shipping confirmations, like I can't even keep track. I mean, couldn't you just search the the name of the product? Let me just back off, okay? <laughs> got a lot of windows open, got a lot of moving parts, right? I don't know. A lot of bits, a lot of bobs. A lot of nits, a lot of bobs, a lot of pop filters, a lot of cables. And I also uh <clears throat> For for the dear listener at home, there there was an accident earlier this week. There was an accident earlier this week with an Amazon package. Shocking. I was so I made the mistake of ordering something bespoke on Amazon, and I had received the wrong item earlier this week. Despite us strongly admonishing you not to order bespoke items from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm glad you finally got the right one. Did you order Blackwater on Amazon? No, I ordered I ordered my pen that I received today, last week. And it was supposed to come Tuesday. A pen did come Tuesday. But it was not the pen you pen you bought. Yes, correct. I had been in receipt of a Lamy Safari in matte black with a fine nib. Did you send it back, or did they tell you to just keep it? Or I sent it back today. I was secretly hoping they would have just told me to keep it, because I just probably would have given that to a friend then. Can I make a brief statement? Yes. Go ahead, caller. Um, ships are fucking big. Yeah. I mean, I think that depends on how big the ship is. Hot take. Ships well, are big. I, I dropped the link in our, our super secret text channel. We can include it in the show notes. Um, the New York Times has a, a great piece today. Um, it's a pictorial story about how uh, the U.S. Navy builds ships. Uh, giant, big, big ships. Uh, and there's lots of pictures. And it's all very, very large and very, very intimidating. And uh, yeah, I mean, ships are fucking big. You gotta I see. Mean, I, I think big you ships. Got, you gotta big see ships are these, big. You gotta see some of these. But pictures. there's plenty of small ships. No, I think yeah. at a certain size, it doesn't. It isn't a ship anymore. It's a boat, in my personal opinion. Okay, well, in your personal opinion, that's fine. But in reality, you're fucking wrong because the title of the article is "How Giant Ships Are Built," not "How Giant Boats Are Built." I'm talking like your little like pleasure craft, like your little jet boat or pontoon. We're not about small vessels we're talking about big well, you said, you ships. Said ships were big they, they are and, I, and i'm merely saying that not all ships are big and i'm agreeing with him and i feel personally very attacked right now but we're not talking about those ships we're talking about the big ships xavier you were saying that that a, a, something that's bigger than a ship is called a boat it's i think it's the other no, way no, around i'm saying i uh, know yeah no i'm saying the other way walk it back yeah walk you're being back. a very superficial listener Connor. walk it back no, 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 Xavier. I think I'm not, I hearing, think I'm not hearing indications of active listening on Connor's part. Oh no, I think Xavier misspoke. Me and Jay both understood him to mean that boats are bigger than ships, which is not correct. But Jay understood him to be like coming after him, and that's not true, Xavier. You were just saying we're talking about ships, which means that we're not talking about small pleasure craft. So you're less interested. The link. Did anybody click on the link? You got to see I the, big on the link. ships. Of course, I clicked on the link. 
Look at these. Why do you think I'm not paying attention to Look you? Look at these ships. I'm looking at the pictures. I saw the they're very big ship. ships. Man, these ships are big. Those ships can can move uh, hundreds of thousands of containers. It's crazy. The biggest ones, the triple E class, can move something like eighteen thousand TEUs. That's like the really big Mersk and oh, Ocean Network Express has some. Strangely, I know exactly well. what you're talking about, especially with Mersk. Boys, I wish I would have grabbed a glass of water. Well, why don't you go grab one? Go get one. Jay, how do you know about Mersk? Tell me about your tell me about your Merskin. I just I just know they're a prominent manufacturer of big ships. Like the Danish shipping line. It's not just that they make the ships, they're the ones that actually move all the containers and own the ships and get the contracts for moving those containers. I don't know. Every much one about of those that. containers costs like two thousand bucks or four thousand bucks or something to move port to port, which is incredibly cheap for it being sixty thousand pounds of goods in a twenty thousand pound box. I mean, um, I I can I can admit like when I'm bereft of knowledge, like I'm not ship smart. Like you probably got me on ships. Oh, I'm just container smart, but that's because I tried to write a book about containers and then kind of like put it on a shelf. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, boy. Long week. Those ships are big. They're super big. And it's cool that they're being built in America again, because like we haven't manufactured ships of that scale in a long time. We basically disassembled our merchant navy sometime after World War II. Like we don't really when Puerto Rico got hit by uh, Hurricane Maria, uh, there was real talk of waiving this law that says international ships can't do shipping between American ports because that takes trade away from American vessels that need to do that shipping. We almost waived that because there were no commercial via vessels that were willing to go from America to Puerto Rico because like uh, it's not it's not economical for the rest of the market and we don't have the navy to do it ourselves i mean the merchant navy like we don't have commercial manufacturers ships and shipping companies in this country anymore we like let all that go what do you think the most important step in making eggplant parmesan is hard right turn jay hard right turn guys <laughs> the emoji eggplant hold on hold on to the emergency handle possibly possibly uh the, the the most important step may be when the farmer plants the seed. No, I'm not getting that metaphorical. We're ha so we're having eggplant parmesan mm. tonight. Is beginning. it the liquid natural gas that runs the ship engine that keeps the refrigeration going on the container that the eggplant's in for the first 6,000 miles no, of its transit? No, not quite. Just a little known... Is it choosing the right eggplant? I, I, I mean, just a little known... Eggplant emoji. Is it sending little... an eggplant emoji and saying, but I really mean an eggplant? I'm trying to provide the listener with a little culinary. You know, people are, it's times are tough. People are cooking at home a lot. So I'm trying to provide just a, you get a, text. a little quick tip. It's from your lady. It says dinner, question mark. You reply eggplant emoji. She replies HMM. You reply, I really mean like it's eggplant parm. <laughs> <laughs> The most um, important part, the most important part of making eggplant parmesan is once you've cut the eggplant. <laughs> Just, I don't know if I can get to the part where you actually tell us. <laughs> I'm going to mute out for a little bit. I'm going to mute out and just chuckle to myself. No. I, I, 
I was trying to figure out what Connor meant when he said HMM, and then I realized it wasn't an acronym. It was just the sound. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 Like, hold my mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ham makes memories. Of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay actually missed what we were. Hearts move minds. Half-made masks. <laughs> I am full of great foley today. Um, no, the most important part of making eggplant parmesan is once you get it into the correct slice size that you want, is that you have, meal, to, meal. you have to heavily salt <laughs> the eggplant. you got to add the horse meat. For one hour on each side, and then you have to rinse it off, rinse the salt off, and dry it. And then you coat it with flour excess flour you shake off dip it in an egg wash and then dip it in your breading and then fry it in your oil of choice it's my little quick culinary tip for the day we've made eggplant parm before and we have never gone to quite that extreme and it's always been fine so if you want to do it an easier way that's okay too Jay, sometimes people just don't have time to salt their salt their parmesan for. Boys, I'm about to send you a picture, and I want you to give me your thoughts on it. Okay? You gotta salt. It's, the it's a two-hour eggplant salting. You gotta salt the eggplant. Is that what people mean when they send you an eggplant emoji? They say, "Get out your salt. It's time for salting." <laughs> please, please direct yourself to the uh, to the to our super secret text channel where I just posted a picture of something. <laughs> Oh no! That's okay. So what we're seeing here is no. we're seeing two children outdoors, and uh, one of them is a young boy who's eating mayonnaise out of a jar with a spoon, and the other oh, one is a young spoon. girl who is drinking mayonnaise out of a similar jar, but with the you know uh, different side of the label. Uh, drinking it with a plastic straw, as if they kind of picked up warm jars of mayo, you know, at a gas station, and got, you know, uh, dispensable, dispensable things to, uh, dispensable utensils, and just went to town on that stuff. That's disgusting. Hip-hop hooray, yeah. it says. A warm jar of mayo. A hot summer's day. Stop and shop. They should not be using plastic spoons. That's gonna that's that's gonna get chemicals into their system. Jay, are you trying to make this picture scroll out of view? Is that your plan? I'm trying to make it scroll out of view, and I think I inadvertently came up with an even funnier picture that I'm about to post in the channel. <laughs> hold on, hold on a sec. So I guess I posted too much. And it said, whoa there, way too spicy. Way too spicy. <laughs> that mayo is nice. super spicy. Uh, I got to enter the chill zone. You know, so the number one condiment that I use in my bachelor house, uh, to the exclusion of almost all other condiments, is uh, sriracha mayo or some other combination of sriracha kind of like a spicy mayo. mayo. Hot take. Uh, mayo, mayo is the worst condiment. Hot take. Speak to me, Trey. The only condiment I use with French fries is mayonnaise. I'm all about that life. I am all about that life too. I love mayo on fries. All about that garlic life. aioli. Ooh, garlic yeah. aioli. You know? How about a nice? You're basically truffle. being like a. How about a nice it's truffle like being French, aioli. but cheap. Yes, mayonnaise is a crime against God and man. 
Isaac, you don't have Isaac. any sympathy here. We are, we are the you, Egg Brothers that want the sort of, uh, like, You got a pretty low bar for crimes against it's man, so my dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Jesus cursed a fig tree. He didn't curse mayonnaise. That's because he couldn't find a mayonnaise tree. Though, wait, does mayonnaise have uh, milk and eggs in it? Like, if it does, it wouldn't be kosher. Yeah. Um, let me find out what's in mayo. Stand and if it by. doesn't have milk in it, if it just has eggs, is that boiling a mare in its mother's milk? Is that some kind of like you you can't you can't cook a thing in itself kind okay, of deal? Okay, ready? Man, before. Yeah. Soybean oil, water, whole eggs, and egg yolks, vinegar, salt, sugar, lemon juice, concentrate. Oh, you've got a big recipe. I'm gonna read you mine. Well, this, is sort of an, this is sort of an industrial recipe. This is, what, this is what you'd find at like a... You, you picked up like a Hellman's. Oil, egg yolk, lemon juice or vinegar, and seasonings. Hmm. What about this, this mayonnaise, which is uh, non-GMO expeller pressed canola oil, filtered water, lemon juice, white vinegar... 2% or less of the following organic sugar, salt, pea protein, spices, modified food starch, beta carotene, calcium disodium EDTA to preserve freshness. No, I can't I can't I can't have that. I can't. This have is that. this is non-GMO, cholesterol-free, soy-free, egg-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, lactose-free kosher mayo. No, I wouldn't eat what, that. What is uh I wouldn't eat that. For those of us who enjoy the mayonnaise, what is your favorite type of mayonnaise? Does anyone enjoy mayonnaise? Yeah, yes. all three of you're outnumbered. Three out of the four of us. Yeah. Isaac, you go get a glass of water and you let us mayo boys speak amongst ourselves. You've, you've got a Stockholm Syndrome kind of relationship with mayonnaise. Stick around. Maybe you'll actually learn something about culinary treats. Right. So mayonnaise, mayonnaise is the uh, is the sauce the sauce that adds wetness to things that are dry. That that sounds awful. Uh, how do we feel about Miracle Whip? I can't do that. No. I can't no. do it either. It's, no. It's sweet. I'm, I mean, I like I'm it. I'm like a. I'm like a thoroughbred. You can't just put anything in me, right? I don't run it's on. Gotta, it's got to be mayo. I don't run oh, on you regular. You can absolutely put anything in a thoroughbred, but you ought not. To. <laughs> I mean, I don't run on regular unleaded, right? I need the ninety-three. <laughs> I got a high compression motor. <laughs> you need high mayo compression. Any any food <laughs> any food that was. Uh, invented after 1920 that has the name Miracle in it is a signal to me that something something that that food should have, it lacks. And that is a miracle of modern science, which means that it probably should not be in my uh, paleolithic kind of like sweaty Irish body. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just all meats and greens and grains all the way down. Yeah, whole ingredients. I posit that any place you can put mayo, you can put mustard and it will be better. I like mustard. See, you're playing. Look, you stayed. Look, play. play. I, I like mustard. We can too. talk about mustard. I like mustard. Por que no los dos? What's your favorite because mustard? Mayo what's, your favorite, is bad. what's your favorite mustard? 
Uh, I usually have some kind of brown mustard. What kind? What kind of brand? No. Like a spicy never, brown mustard, never... or like a German yeah, oh, brown definitely. mustard, spicy brown, or like spicy, a spicy brown mustard. Um, okay. Goldens, G U L D E N. Goldens, 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 Goldens is good. Brown mustard. I will send you a link for my favorite mustard, but sadly they're out of stock right now. Did you know Amazon makes a Amazon brand Happy Belly spicy brown mustard? Yeah, I don't really. like that. I do think that there are different mustards for different purposes, you know. So like an American hot dog Frenches. on game day, on game day, needs sort of just like yellow American mustard Frenches. Have you all been re- in receipt of my mustard link? Like a fancy hot dog, yes. like if you were out... If if you were making like a hot dog barbecue of fancy hot dogs for like a hot dog brunch in the summer, uh, oh, wow. great poupon. I the love me a fancy poupon, hot That's dog. a good right. The great poupon. That's a good fancy fancy hot dog brunch mustard is a great poupon. Sir, do you have any great poupon? I think I think that's where Isaac would deploy the the spicy brown. Uh, is on I, like a brunch hot dog. I think Almost I might a, have a more bespoke mustard than Jay. Jay, check out my mustard blend. I've I've checked it out. It's got bespoke in the name, so I automatically don't trust it. Oh, that's the company name. Or yeah, the that's not called good. Bespoke Post. Too fast. The too mustard fast. is can called I, can mustard. I, can I tell milk. you my uh my my camping hot dog hack? Yes. Oh no. When I go camping, oh, I go no. camping by myself. Not not usually when it's with a family. Well, sometimes, but when I go camping by myself, what I take is a uh, locally produced uh, brat, a Jamaican spicy Jamaican brat, and I take naan instead of buns. Garlic naan Ooh. is you you toss that over you toss that on the grate over the fire and you cook your cook your brat up and you put some golden spicy brown mustard on it. And uh, you got yourself a meal right there. Right, and non doesn't have the, the dryness problems of, of your pita. Right. Jay, if we weren't in the dark times, and if they still had some, I would totally send you a uh, the five flavor gift set that they have. So you could try all the mustards. And, and I would send you the uh, variety pack that I put a, uh, a link to, if you open that up. Before the end times. Isaac, let me let me tell you about how you're gonna get onto the mayonnaise train. How you're gonna get onto the mayonnaise train is by getting onto the butter caboose, which is the back of the mayonnaise train. And the butter caboose is entirely oil, right? And so you're making stuff and you're making a thing and, and it's a little dry and it just needs some oil. You know, it just needs some fat to kind of like get it over the hump there, right? And so you melt some butter, you throw it on there, you're good. And then you're making things and maybe like you've added a little bit of milk products at some point because that's necessary, a little bit of egg to the recipe for some other reason, right? Now you're kind of like, I don't know, you're making like a Monte Cristo. You're taking egg and oh, Monte Cristo it to the sounds thing so and, good. You know what else sounds right? Really good? And then you're cooking a the Monte Cristo monsieur. in oil. Right? Oh God, a croc monsieur. What I'm saying, what Good. I'm saying, Don't Isaac, say is that words to me, places where you might monsieur. think about using butter, 
and egg, you could use mayonnaise instead. I think the only think place of mayonnaise as a butter substitute. I think the only place I use butter and egg together is when I'm making eggs. I use right. butter a lot. Cooking goes on right. in your house, Isaac. Well, give us like the most recent three meals for dinner, right off the top. Every morning. No, every morning. Just the dinners, right off the top. Most no, 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 I, don't no, no. I want Isaac's whole deal. I don't, deal. I don't Isaac, cook you... the dinners. Yeah, Isaac, you tell about the cooking that you want to talk about. Jay, you shut up. Every morning, I make myself a breakfast burrito consisting of peppers and onions, and chopped up, and that starts out with some butter. And then the peppers and onions go in. They simmer there for a little bit. If I've got any bacon, that'll go in there. Sometimes if I've got some rice, because we have beans and rice day every other Tuesday, so I've usually got some cilantro lime rice. That'll get tossed in there. And then I crack three eggs, crack three eggs in there. And, uh, well, I crack them someplace else and stir them all up because I've never been able to, uh, to scramble eggs in the pan. And then I, and then I wrap that all up in a burrito with some, uh, some pepper jack and some Cholula. And that's my breakfast. And most days for lunch, not every day, but many days, I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with... Crunchy peanut butter. Oh, strawberry or peanut butter. Jelly. Oh, you monster! And, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute! Stop! Stop! Three layers. Stop! Stop! Stop everything, Xavier. Did you just yes. call him a monster for liking crunchy peanut butter? Yes, I am a smooth peanut butter person. You can fuck you right off get a some cliff. Texture. You can fuck you right off a cliff. Isaac, I'm coming to your aid on this one. I'm a crunchy peanut butter boy. Well, I know who's not getting bespoke mustard now. Connor, where do you fall on peanut butter? I'm in the mood for sort of child food, and I want I want something that is basically smooth. So I want white bread and creamy peanut butter and jelly. Not or yeah, not whichever one is like you actually boil it, and so it's a a sort of like gel instead of a fruit, and so I it just spreads. Jelly. I think that's jelly. Um, how, how much mustard is enough mustard for Jay? You mean, like, on a hot in, dog? In what context? Like, Oh, we're really crossing the streams here with the... We can't talk about peanut butter and jelly and mustard sandwich, because that's foul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was asking, uh, like, like, what is the correct size of mustard to get someone for a sample pack? How small sizes. You know, so like 2.2 ounces. Sure. Enough to, enough to wet your mustard whistle. Wet the beak. Yeah, enough to wet the beak. Um, What's your favorite style of mustard, Jay? I would say I like a, I like a spicy brown, like Golden's. Um, would that, would that be like a, uh, click on that link I sent you in the, uh, in the chat. The, the new one, not the old one. That, that old one sucked. Yeah. I wasn't I the have... direct seller. I have it open. I have it open. I see the three flavor. You have the mustard and co website open. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mustard and co. Curry mustard. We'll drop this in the uh, show notes so you listener can follow along here. So Jay, does that does that classic mustard look like something that will be up your alley? I, I want this. I want this five flavor quarantine booster pack. That is twenty five dollars of mustard. Wow. 
Ooh. And they take they Apple a... Pay, baby. And they have uh, black truffle mustard. I know. Curry. And honey curry. Very honey curry. Curry. Honey curry. Honey curry mustard sounds very honey interesting. Curry. Sounds really, really good. So, Isaac, you don't really cook much of the dinners? Not super often. Um, I'm the kind of sole, uh, sole, sole breadwinner here. So sure. uh, I don't often. I do many Tuesdays. I cook um, either tacos or beans and rice. Hmm. Those are usually pretty quick. Yeah. So I can get from work to cooking pretty easily. But you're not going anywhere right but, now. Well, I never go anywhere. I'm I'm I work from home. Do you make so. Do you make sandwiches for lunch, Everett? Do you get some Do you get some meat, some deli meats and cheeses? Do you make a little sandwich? Occasionally, uh, occasionally I'll make a um, I'll make a nice grilled sandwich of some sort. This is how you need to get on the mayonnaise train, okay? You need I don't to. Know if we even have mayo in the house, Jay. Buy oh, you, some. You, you've got to get mayo first. That's step one, okay? Pick out whatever mayo you want. And you just none, put, none mayo is mayo. A, the mayo I want. Put a thin sheen over one of the slices of bread before you start to build your sandwich, and then don't even think that there's any uh, mayo on there. It adds just a little something. Ah, uh, no. If it, if no. Jay, I've got an idea for you. I'm gonna look up something, and if it exists, I'm wondering if you would like to go in on this with me. Sure. A mayonnaise sampler pack for Isaac. No, that I don't think that's the right awful. way to go. I think he's got to you got to walk before you can run. He's got to go to the big box store next time he goes shopping and he's he's got to get uh he's got to get a little like a thing of Hellmann's. Like a thing of organic I mean, it's going to be like it's going to be like 2022 before I go shopping. I've again, got so. a better mail that we should be sending him personally. Hellmann's is shelf stable. You could get Hellmann's over the internet. They got oh, that yeah, internet you can get mail. Hellmann's o- yeah, you can get Hellmann's uh, over the internet. Um, Hot take. My favorite mayo is not Hellmann's. I, I like a better mayo. I like a better mayo, too, called not mayo. A better mayo called butter. Let me tell you about my favorite mayo. I am a really big fan of Duke's mayo. Have you ever had Dukes? No. Oh, this is the shit. I really hope our listeners like mayo and mustard. this has definitely been a very different episode welcome to are we doing this a weekly podcast where we talk about condiments today mayo and mustard (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna send you a link to this uh a link to this g and i want you to tell me if this would be a good gift for isaac Hmm. I, i bet the answer is gonna be no I think he just needs it's, to get a. Are we cooking this? A show are we where cooking we this? Try to cooking things. <laughs> a weekly cooking podcast where we it's talk literally about... just a. Uh, it's literally just a jar of mayonnaise. The podcast is just a jar of mayonnaise. Hmm. No, no, no. Uh, Jay, look at what I'm sending you. This is my favorite mayo. Where are you dropping all these links, man? This is going He's specifically to Jay personally. All over. Oh, He's, that's 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 bad wild. form, Xavier. What's in the show is in the show. If you're gonna show one of us something, you gotta like put it in the show notes. You gotta show us all. I'm, sure, I'm taking. Care I don't of want. Me. I don't want no secret mayo it. on here. Yeah, Duke's secret mayonnaise. Mayo. Secret mayo. Secret mayo. Xavier, I got a question for you, Xavier. What? Go ahead. Yeah, my question for you, Xavier. Do you have a signature dish? Ooh, what's round that robin you like that? To cook? What's round robin that? Uh, let me go to my recipe cards quick. 
Ooh, recipe cards. I love it. You're going to get some nice Foley on the air for this again. Wait, let me go get my recipe book. Like, how many of us actually have kind of, like, recipes that aren't from a book? They're, like, printed out or written out or photocopied. So we have lots of cookbooks, but what we also have are um, uh, binders with, like, a page protectors, and it's handwritten recipes, printed recipes, um, emailed recipes that we've printed out. Yeah, we've got that. I got one of those, too. I'm going to go get it right now. Okay. I am not in that position. But you got note cards. Uh, no, no, no. These are, like, printed cards from a company. Ah, okay. So my, my, uh, my recipe system, the 118 recipes I do have, are from a company called Dinner is Served. Let me open the box for you so you can get some good box now. Should we wait for Connor? No, keep talking. Let him, let him go get his thing. I'm here. Right, me... Oh, you can hear us. Yeah. All right. So my my uh, box of recipes is dinner is served. It has the it has little words dinner is served on the front of it embossed. It is a, like an avocado green box. So guess the decade. 1970s. Uh-huh. Um, well, specifically 1972. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do some good foley for you right now because you're going to hear the box snap open. Got it? I'm listening. Ooh, that was a good 1972 box. That was a clean snap. And as I said, this card set has 118 recipes in it. And I have all 118 because I'm a crazy person. This card set was made for one year, or two years actually, by a company called Marjon. Actually, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Yep, Marjon Promotion. To the specific market, or like what, how much do you know about this this recipe set? Oh, there's a whole internet thing about it. Oh, it's like a it's like a subculture. I will send you oh, links, link. please. Yeah, geez. Yeah, let's check it out. There's a whole blog about it. Someone cooked every recipe from here. Ooh, that's kind of a um, Julia v. Julia, or whatever that movie was called. Julia and Julia. What what's the what's the movie with verses in it that isn't Batman and Superman? Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, I never saw that movie. What's it about? I don't know. I've never seen it either. I think I it's just, a, I think I it's a marriage like a divorce movie. Oh, friends. Dinner is served. Nineteen seventy two dot com. This is a blog about all of the recipes from this box. And if you click on the 1972 dinners, you can see a picture of the front of the box. It's the same color as mine. So what would you say your signature recipe is? For, from this box, this is the box I cook from. It's a weird phrase, but okay. Signature recipe is one second. I have to look back and figure out what its name is. I make a really good paella. 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 Let me find recipe paella. number 49, paella, and you all can play along at home by looking at the recipe on your computer screens. The double L is pronounced as a Y sound. <laughs> 
Hey, I didn't realize that. I forgot about that part. Well, I'm looking through here, and it's a very Pittsburgh-y kind of a thing. You know, there's there's sauerbraten in here. There's Hungarian goulash, lamb and wine with mushrooms. This is like a a real melting pot of like uh, impoverished post-war European countries. Okay. <laughs> uh, have you found recipe number forty-nine, paella? Paella. 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 <clears throat> We owe 49. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Re- so, read the so... ingredients, friends. This is one of those this is one of those things where you have to scroll for like 14 pages to get to the recipe and the recipe's not even on there. Oh, oh no, it's right here. It's in the it's in the pictures. Yeah. And the I mean, 12 a, chicken pieces. You gotta, you gotta look at the pictures. Uh breasts and thighs, drum eats and wings. Uh, olive oil, Spanish chorizo, lean pork, medium onion, garlic, Spanish saffron, salt, chicken broth, artichoke hearts, shelled deveined shrimp, small clams, rice. Small clams. Small clams. This is an interesting paella. This is not, not the paella that I usually... Just remember, this was the 70s. Right, so this is kind of like how can America. how can paella be how can paella get into the 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 crock pots and uh, and thirteen by nine pounds of the Midwest? Well, you've given us something to think about. I will say that, Xavier. Yeah, the, I have every single recipe from nineteen seventy two on there. I have them how all. did how did you find dinner is served? How did this come to be your deal? I think it just started with me being interested in the past, like the past way of American life. Hmm. But food from the 70s was bad. Yeah. Yeah, I got one even worse for you that's coming in your way. It's coming in hot. Is it? Does it involve Jello? Yeah, if it involves Jello. Oh, it's, it's Jello. This one isn't Jello. This is another web link. Is it Jello proximate? Oh, midcenturymenu.com. Oh, I'm not loving this. Lima beans yeah, and marshmallows. Yeah, lima beans and marshmallows. So, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're leave it there, and who wants to go next? Uh, uh, Isaac, What you said you don't do a lot of dinner, so yours should be pretty simple. What's your go-to dish or dishes? He likes to do Tuesday nights. I like to do Tuesday nights. I, I, I like to make beans and rice, and nice. I like to make tacos, uh, and I like to eat those things as well and my favorite meal that my wife makes for us is a uh, butter chicken Ooh. and it's amazing and it's very strange to me that my kids love it they will uh they will they will turn their noses up we have not found a hot dog that they like in the last six months but they'll eat butter chicken all day long nice mm-hmm. butter chicken is in the sort of uh asian subcontinent dish Yes. Well, ah, ah. Oh, I'm being called. So I, I should, I should be clear. It's not that I, I, I used to cook a lot more, but my wife is such a good cook, like, and she generally enjoys doing it, and she's phenomenal. So, like, it's, it's hard for me to, to uh, take that over most of the time. I love to cook. So, so would you say you have a favorite, like, one or two dishes, maybe then, Connor? I do. Yeah, I, I have one. Um, 
Yeah, my parents were, were pretty insistent. I mean, they both cooked. My dad cooked and my mom cooked, and they both were really appreciative of each other's cooking. Uh, and they both had kind of like not just special dishes, but also kind of like areas of expertise. Like my dad cooked in much more of a French style than my mom did. And my mom, but my mom has learned how to cook in like mm, 20 different countries as cuisines. Uh, because she's really interested in a lot of different cuisines. Uh, and I ended up kind of somewhere in the middle uh, where I like stuff, but what I like to do is make like a really perfect version of one thing really well. So my favorite recipe is the recipe that I've spent the most time perfecting, which is a Thai-style stir-fried noodles with chicken and broccolini. Ooh. Does that have like Ooh, a sauce? That sounds good. Like a sauce component? Yes, it does. Uh, and it is, um, I have like a, a pretty long document that I'll send you guys uh, that's like a markdown document on how to make this stuff. Um, but essentially, yeah, you make a bowl of like chicken and sort of uh, ready to go eggs that you're going to cook with the chicken um, and a bowl of broccolini that's ready to go. Uh, and a bowl of noodles that's ready to go, two bowls of noodles, and then also separately a bunch of sauce. And then you have one pan and you just like, you put in sauce, chicken and eggs, take those out when they're done. Sauce, broccolini, take that out when it's done. Sauce, noodles, take that out when it's done. Sauce, the other half of the noodles, take that out when it's done. And you do that over and over and over again. And basically, the more batches of this stuff that you make, the better and better it gets because it's the same big, like, cast iron wok and all of that caramelized food from the previous rounds just gets, like, mixed back into the next rounds. And once it's kind of, like, once you have the, the, the stir-fry factory up and running and, like, the line is wet and the like the pan has been seasoned by the previous couple rounds it is you could feed like hundreds of people and they would all think it was delicious and amazing brothers i am sending you the thing i would like you to direct your attention to the crusty stuffed avocado uh that I don't Whoops. want my eyes to see that. No. No. God, my Whoa, no, no. You got to explain no. this to us, Savior. What kind of what kind of xenomorph no. egg is hatching right here? What? This is a crusty stuffed avocado. Um What the hell? What is it? <laughs> like a scotch egg? It's like a, it's like an avocado scotch egg. Um I can just hear share now, saying if I could turn back time. Oh. The recipe says serves two. We found it struggled to serve five. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's so oh. bad. But what? Can you describe it for the listeners, Jay? Or uh, anyone, anyone? I'll describe it. It's, it's, it's an avocado covered in, I think it's breadcrumbs. Looks like there's some sesame seeds in there. Yeah, it looks like it's it, yeah, some kind of sesame uh, seeds. Breadcrumbs, sesame seeds, and something else. Um, it's got cheese stuffed in it. Cheese, garlic, and fresh herbs. Yeah. And apparently, it tastes not very good. Yeah, doesn't that, look very good. That looks terrible.
terrible. Jay, is your favorite meal? I think it's I think it's your turn. Is your favorite meal just uh, salted eggplant? No, salted salting the eggplant is just the first of many steps in having a good, uh, successful uh, eggplant parmesan outing. No, I actually have so I have sort of three signature dishes, and so like theoretically speaking, in the before times, if we were to have um, friends over for dinner. I would cook all three of these items. Uh, the first course uh, is one of my favorites, and that is vichyssoise. And for those not in the know, uh, that is a cold potato soup. It's essentially a potato leek soup uh, that you chill and add heavy cream to. Uh, and then right before serving, you uh, add a little bit of salt, pepper, and olive oil. And then uh, next, I love to make my own crab cakes. Um, there's just something about making them at home and frying them. They're so good. And the only thing better is late that night or the next day, they're awesome as a snack on like crackers or what have you. Uh, and then last but not least, my favorite, uh, go-to meal is, uh, garlic braised short ribs in Bordeaux or mm. claret. And I serve that with That's my good. favorite mashed potatoes that I have spent years, years mastering. Jay, you must send us your mashed potato recipe. I um I don't know that I have one because I've just sort of made it up as I've gone. But I'll try to write something down and give you some some guidelines on on how I do it. But there's there's some secret steps, so that's gonna stay in the super secret text channel. But yeah, that's does me. it involve? It doesn't involve mayo, does it? <sighs> oh god, no, it doesn't you, involve uh... mayo. <laughs> Jay, have, did you see the other that's link I gave a, us? Does, listen, that's how good a friend I am. Because I could have said, you know what? It does involve mayo. And that's how I would have cucked you into getting mayo into your house, so that you could try it out. <laughs> and then you would have been screwed. But no, I'm a good friend. And I said, no, there is no mayo in it. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you all been introduced to the avocado pizza? Jay, click on that link, please. Hey, I'm going to do something right now, and I really hate having to do it, but I'm pressing the big red button on Xavier. He is not allowed to send or talk about any more links. (laughs) This is is commencing now, and it is also retroactive for the previous links. So we are done with Xavier's food curiosities. (laughs) Yeah, he's moved from from the part of the sort of retro... Americana vibe that is appreciated and interesting because it's like historical and you can kind of trace the way that uh, like white people were introduced to new cultures. Real quick Um, question. And we're moving away from the sort of Beetlejuice like uh, creations of the 1970s. (laughs) it's like like meat with a big avocado worm coming out of it that's got snappy kind of striped jaws we lost all our listeners (laughs) (laughs) all one of them uh connor and uh xavier what would you say the going rate is for for good for good mayonnaise like six seven bucks oh Oh, not not a fancy bespoke mayonnaise just like a beginner level you think five bucks could get you a mayonnaise? Uh, oh, you gotta five get bucks Dukes. will get you a big old jar of Hellman's. You gotta get Dukes. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Hellman's anymore. You gotta get Dukes. Hmm. What could a mayonnaise cost? Ten dollars? 
What could a man cost? <laughs> Five, six hundred dollars. All right, could I direct your attention to the super secret uh, text channel, please? Need to get reactions first. <sighs> Jay, Wait, Jay. who are, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listener, so what you're looking at is a screenshot. I I have uh while y'all were talking, I Venmoed Isaac five dollars. Um <laughs> with, and in the and in the field where it says why are you sending this person money, I just wrote mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaac, by the rules of our social contract, uh, you are now required to spend my five dollars on mayonnaise. <laughs> We're gonna get that mayonnaise oh. in your house, <laughs> and then you're gonna oh. learn to love it. <laughs> I just got my Venmo receipt. <laughs> yeah, I I believe by the sound of Isaac's groans, I believe that means it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> Friends, I'm going to get back to dinner prep. It's been lovely. Isaac, I cannot wait to hear about your adventures and your dalliances uh, with uh, mayonnaise next week uh, for all of our dear listeners, or rather our one singular listener. Um, bye. That we've probably lost. Um, well, this has been Are We Fooding we this, this with Xavier, Jay, Isaac, Connor, and Connor. And Isaac. Did we food all week this week, this episode? We absolutely did. It was just, <laughs> yes. just food. It's food all the and way arguing. around. And arguing. Nothing, nothing but the nothing good, good sustenance. Jay just left. He doesn't get to leave. That's not how this works. Wait, no, that is how that works. He's done it before. Jay's back. I might have to buy Sir Kensington's avocado oil mayonnaise. Oh, just get help. Boom! There we go! No, 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 no! Absolutely get this. Sir Kensington's avocado oil mayonnaise. If that will get you onto the... If that will get you near the tracks that the mayonnaise train runs on, that's great. I love it. Uh, permission to end the show. <laughs> oh, we done ending it. You don't need permission. You just gotta... Yeah. Um, goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig.